Hey, Jeb. Oh, hey, John. Do you want to talk about Toy Story? Yeah. Sounds like a really good idea. But, like, talk about it a lot. Going in detail with each given minute in Toy Story? Yeah, but can we talk about why Woody has teeth even though he wasn't made with them? I don't see why not. Only if we can talk about the importance of plastic corrosion awareness. Only if we can talk about how Sid is not really a bad kid. Let me ask you this, though. Can we talk about strong lesbian moms? Can we talk about using the sad song from Toy Story 2 as a test to see if people are robots? I like that idea. So, come listening to us talk about Toy Story five times a week on Toy Story Minute. Find it on Dueling Genre or your podcast app of choice. If you listen, you'll be my favorite deputy. You've got a friend in us? Both of us, yeah. Nice. Dueling Genre everyone and welcome to Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles Minute, the daily podcast where we are watching the 1990 live action Turtles movie one shower curtain ripping open minute at a time. I'm your host Scott Tofty and with me again this week for minutes 31 to 35 are your regular flock of co-hosts Chris O'Connor, yo, Rachel Gatlin, hello, Adam Sheehan, Bossa Nova, and our very special guest this week, Chevy Nova. <laughs> No, it's not Chevy Nova, it's Tierney Callahan. Yay! Hi, Tierney. Hi. Did I pronounce it right? Yep. Tierney I did, Callahan. yay. Oh, good, first try. Hi, welcome. Good Irish Great name. to be here. Tierney Callahan comes to us uh, from a familiar podcast that we've already talked to the other co-host of earlier on in our minutes. That was a terrible sentence. I apologize for that. But we'll just uh, keep you going. You're us, fine. It's fine. We'll do it live. From <laughs> you yeah. come to us from Return to Oz Minute with Mike Carlucci, right? Yes, I do. Awesome. And that's Ot, Ot, oh my God, Ot As Minute, at Oz Minute. In the middle of What English. nationality are In we doing? English, what accent Twitter, are we doing here? Ot Oz Minute. We're Ot Oz Minute on Twitter. <laughs> I don't know. Pick an accent. I'll go with it. I don't care. That took a turn. Yeah. This is getting weird right out the gate. It, it took I a like turn. It. But Oz Minute is the, is the podcast yep. you host with Mike. Yep. Who uh, helped us out just a few weeks ago. And uh, here you are talking turtles with us now. So, the first thing we asked all of our guests is Tierney, when did you get into Ninja Turtles? What was it? Was it the cartoon, the movies, the TV shows, which is, it I guess, was, the same as the cartoon, the comic book? It was it definitely the cartoon. Okay. Um, I had the VHS, I think, was it Burger King? That that and was the you prize. are now, I think, the fifth person to bring up the Burger King VHS tapes. Yes. We have talked about that so much. Um, and it was great because in my neighborhood, there were a bunch of us that were all the same age, but I was the only girl, so I always got to be April. Yeah. Which was that would happen in my neighborhood, too. You, you never had to be Irma. <laughs> no. <laughs> well, it was a lot of fighting, actually. I've heard other people talking like, oh, what Ninja Turtle would you want to be? And I was like... Is that even a question? Because Michelangelo was the end-all, be-all for my elementary school. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Everyone wanted to be Michelangelo, so it's like, that's okay. I'm not getting involved in this fight. I will just be over here being as cool as April O'Neil. See, when well. I used to play it with the boys in my neighborhood, they made me be April. I wasn't allowed to be a turtle with the boys. Aww. Yeah. She has turtle envy. Yeah, a little bit. A little <laughs> bit. But when I played it with my friend Christine, we, we got to be whatever turtle we wanted so nice. yeah <laughs> it all it all comes around all, what's your what's, what's your favorite thing about april o'neill that drew you to her 
Um, Aside from the fact that she's like the only girl in the entire history of the entire yeah, show. Yeah, I pretty much. Uh, but I do like, at least from what I remember, because again, I haven't watched the cartoon in a very long time. She That's was probably cool. for the best. Like she, it was. Yeah, she was the only girl, but. Yeah, I, I actually, I rewatched The Real Ghostbusters, and let me just warn you on guys, Netflix. that cartoon oh. does not hold up. I've been in a deep, oh, come on. deep I Real Ghostbusters so hole. I was traumatized. Really, I really want to watch, like, the, because uh, there were, like, some really creepy episodes with, like, Cthulhu yeah. and a mummy yeah. and a dead detective. Uh, Collect Call to Cthulhu was the name of the episode. I just, I watched yeah. a baseball one where ghosts were playing baseball, and on the one hand, I was so excited, and on the other hand, I'm just like, guys, this is really bad. Did it bother anyone else that Peter Venkman was just Garfield? <laughs> but then Dave Coulier. But then Bill Murray played <laughs> Gar- Garfield? Garfield. Yeah. yeah. Well, here's that the, weird anyone else out? The Brain funny thing. The funny thing really is, made that connection before. Lorenzo Music Adam actually, Red. Lorenzo Music actually got fired from the show because Bill Murray said he didn't want his character sounding like Garfield and then they replaced him with Dave Coulier. And then later in life, <laughs> like you said, uh, Bill Murray ended up just being Garfield, so it didn't didn't even matter. Yeah, Adam was watching an episode the other day where there was this, like, ghost demon baby dinosaur thing. Yeah, their definition of ghost got really loose. Yeah. It did. It did get super weird. And there yeah. was like I one where there was there was like an old Europe or something, and there was a castle, and like the whole town was going to kill somebody. <laughs> ah, that, that show got weird. But, yeah, it got but real, real point weird. Of the point of the story is. The 80s yeah. cartoons don't necessarily hold up. No, no. They, they can still hold an important place in our hearts. Yeah. But yeah, I'm, well, I'm trying to go off my memories. And I, she just, she, I gotta say, she had red hair. She had the yellow jumpsuit. She just looked cool. Yeah, she And did look cool. she held her own, which I very much appreciated. So Yeah, and she was only kidnapped like 30, 40 times. <laughs> so yeah, she had that but going for her. She fights back. <laughs> she does. That's very true. I like it. Have you watched more uh, recent incarnations of the turtles? Like, have you kept up with the fandom? I have not kept up. I've definitely seen episodes of the newer cartoons because I've made fun of the lack of pupils or irises or whatever is going on in that animation style. Mm. Yeah. Uh, I was not mm. a fan of the newer cartoons. And then I didn't see the new movie, but I... That's intended okay. to and just much. kind of missed it. Okay, good. That's good to well, know. Well, <laughs> you didn't you didn't miss much, uh, as Chris said. But I was gonna bring it up because as as the years have gone on, it seems like they've given April a much more sort of kick ass persona. More she gets more a lot do. more independent and yes. uh, uh, a lot yeah, more like, fleshed out as a character. In the current cartoon, she's basically a ninja too, right? Yeah, she's, she's training. Got, yes, she's got that cool yes. fan thing, and she's got like mind control powers or something else yeah. going on too. She's a mutant too, but yeah. of the Marvel variety. And uh, huh. I believe what was it the 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 first CGI Turtles movie back in oh oh yeah she two thousand nine or something. She was Michelle basically Geller. a ninja in that also when Sarah Michelle Gellar played her. Mm-hmm. Mm. That was Sarah so. Michelle Gellar. Yeah. How yeah. did I yeah. miss yeah. that Sarah wow. Michelle Gellar was April O'Neil? Did you catch that nobody Patrick saw that Stewart movie. was the bad guy in that movie? Yeah, that was weird. Who played Casey uh, Jones? God, I don't Evans. know. Oh, I have seen this what? movie. <laughs> I almost wait, just blurted whoa, out wait, Casey what? Affleck for no Casey reason. Casey Affleck. <laughs> uh, Why guy. not? No, it's Chris Evans. <laughs> you know that guy who owns a hockey mask. Captain America, <laughs> Captain America was Casey Jones? Wow. Yes. Wow. Wow. All right, let's reel this in here, guys. We've got some yeah, minutes to sorry. talk about. <laughs> yeah, we're, we're yeah, so minute we thirty-one. So speaking of Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtle oh, movies, <laughs> yep. Yes, here we are watching one. Yay! Yay. <laughs> the first one, minute thirty-one, starts with uh, Charles ripping open April's shower curtain and uh, examining the contents therein, and ends 
with uh, Danny running down the uptown Bleecker Street subway station. No, Danny, no. Running down the uptown. (laughs) Running down the up. All things in between. So um, the first thing I want to point out, uh, we talked about the the raincoat duckies on the shower curtain, but Mm -hmm. really April only has like two things in her shower, like a bottle of shampoo, what I can assume is conditioner and a bar of soap. That's it. That's all she has in her shower. Mm, that's, that's that's not a lot for a gal. Well, Listen, I, I, I gotta be honest. Other than a razor, that's what I've got in my shower. So oh, I guess I'm still Team April. <laughs> Maybe I'm the fancy one because I have like conditioner, uh-huh. like face wash, uh-huh. I believe body your hair wash, is gorgeous. beard wash. <laughs> I have, I have two, like two different uh, kinds of condi- like soap and shampoo. Same. I've I've got body wash, shampoo, two kinds of conditioner, three kinds of face wash, depending on what kind of day it is. Uh, a scrubby brush. Thing. Am I washing my face today, or am I washing something else? Well, today? no, not like that. But sometimes <laughs> no. you need different products depending I on agree. how your skin is. I was just, and it looks like all of her supplies are well out of arm's reach on the little hope chest to her left. Yeah. She has like this little wooden stand. I am so confused by this bathroom. Two and a half feet from her shower. It is very confusing. Yeah. This is the, first of all, this is the largest bathroom in all of New York City. Yeah. She has furniture in her bathroom. She has plants (laughs) in her bathroom. But it has that black tile that every single bathroom in New York seems to have. Mm -hmm. Like the black tile around the top and then the white tile under it. Every bathroom, I feel like I've ever been in in New York has that same tile. Yeah. Yeah. And it's a weird bathtub too because it's like this weird it's in a tub, but it's a and, corner tub. But and it doesn't is, I, but it's not like a full corner thing. It's like the corner itself is like at an angle. It's not like the it, it doesn't go to a 90 degree angle. It's like a right. weird like It's yeah. like the Superman logo. Thing. So it's like a normal sized it's a normal sized tub. It's not like one of those cool like big you know, corner tubs, which, which is weird because she has a large enough bathroom. She could have like a friggin' jacuzzi and she does not. But if we bring no. it back to the thought from last week, which uh, was she lives above this antique shop and this was probably formerly office space. Like this probably wasn't meant to be an apartment. This fits like this bathtub is like wedged into a corner in a really awkward way that no one would that isn't plan. a bathroom. Yeah. yeah. And it's kind of weird. Like it was, looks it looks like she doesn't even have a shower. Like, unless it's way high up above, out of the frame. Well, is that what he's hiding in? I don't understand what that white thing is that he's actually hiding in. Like the sort of, like, ensconcement or whatever it is when it's on the ceiling. Is it molding Uh or something? I don't know. But, like, that is an unusual bit of bath architecture that is incredibly fortunate for this moment. Yeah. (laughs) You almost (laughs) would think that it was built around this moment. Yes. Uh, what is an unsightly bathtub ring? That always confused me as a child. I thought it was like a bath toy. Oh, soap scum? No, it's <laughs> the, yeah, it's the soap scum. Yeah, she's got, got like a that dark now. ring that you get. She's got a really dirty tub. I never quite uh, picked up what she was saying there. That's another one of those lines from these movies that like became eight different things to me. Mm-hmm. Like I feel exactly. like when I was real little, I used to think she was saying my the untimely bells I ring or something. Like it's just... <laughs> It's a word How very salad. Baroque. Yeah. Mm-hmm. The untimely bells I ring. It's Ow. like, what? 
What? For you see the untimely sanctuary. <laughs> so Shakespearean. Yeah. Um, but yeah, like wow. I always thought like a bathtub ring was like a toy. And then I thought like, was there a commercial in the 80s that was like, we can remove even the most unsightly of bathtub rings? Because yeah, it probably. sounds like such a choreographed like piece of dialogue. Yeah, like a Scrubbing Bubbles commercial. Like Also, yeah. like, why did yeah. she have to come up with a lie when she could have just said, get the hell out of my bathroom, yeah. you weird <laughs> man? Please don't go in my shower. Oh, our relationship is not like this. We established that at the company pr- Christmas party. <laughs> <laughs> no, my next question in this minute is, what is her relationship with these people? Because that's oh. her boss, but she's like friends we, with his son, but uh, I don't get what's happening. Jerry, yeah. I'd like you to have a seat for a minute while Chris times. explains what our theory is. Chris? Okay. okay, so we have like a couple of, we got a couple of different options. Uh, I keep forgetting from week to week what entirely we flushed out. Uh, Pick fleshed one, out doesn't here. matter. Um, my, fav- my favorite one is, is that uh, April O'Neil, <clears throat> like, look, you know, we get a good look at her. She's probably in her early 30s. Danny, as we've established uh, from his juvenile record, a couple of minutes mm-hmm. ago is 13 years old. Uh, we we theorize, we hypothesize that uh, April O'Neil was a young impressionable intern at the uh, news at the at, at the the channel uh, when she was like 16 or 17, and she met uh, Charles, uh, who took advantage because uh, and 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 uh, she had Danny. And then Danny stayed with Charles, but Charles got a divorce because obviously, you know, here comes this baby that I had with this intern. And so, you know, like they, t- they tell Danny that, uh, the divorce, you know, his, his divorced stepmom is his actual mother, but no. And that's it's why really Charles April. is always bringing Danny around April's place so that they maintain some sort of a relationship. I mean, that makes as much sense as anything else. <laughs> yeah. It makes sense. It makes about as much sense as four giant mutant turtles living in her bathroom. Right? It Don't you dare sense. unsuspend my disbelief. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, although, I think it's the best theory. Although, you know, if I had a kid with my boss, I would never want to see that kid again. I, I mean, maybe. I think it would uh, be weird if he just kept bringing this kid around. It's like, why are you bringing our illegitimate love child around all the time? I don't want this. Well, you know, maybe she was well, maybe too she, young maybe it's to complicated. take responsibility. Yeah. So like with the, like, like in Mad yeah. like in Mad Men when uh, Peggy Olson, uh, Peggy yeah Olson, she, yeah. she like has her kid in the first season, but she's like you know occasionally like wistfully is like oh yeah my baby that my you know who I, is my nephew that my sister is raising or something. Yeah. Is that what happened? I thought that I was kind of unclear. Gave, like, gave the kid away. Yeah, I thought she gave yeah, the kid she away gave him for adoption. No, I'm I thought she sure. gave him to a family member. They sort of no, because she never saw him again. Yeah, oh. they sort if of. If it was a family member, she gloss seen over that. Could, but I I, I'm pretty swear. sure she gave it up for adoption. I, 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 all right, I never watched Mad Men. You should. Oh, well. Spoilers, sorry. <laughs> it's really it's, good. It's the okay. first season. It's fine. <laughs> and it's all right. So as we as we move on in this minute, and we see Donatello hanging from I don't know the shower head, maybe from something. Um, we see April shooing. Excuse me. Uh, leftover laryngitis from last week. We see April mm. shooing uh, Charles out of the apartment past several hideous paintings. Should have done that sooner. <laughs> Danny coming off of his acid trip is now oh looking under God. the table. <laughs> he's so high. Yeah. This kid, he's like, what's under the table? I saw it in the mirror. Is it still there? Why isn't it still there? I just love how hard he's looking. He, how hard yeah, he looks like, under the table. Does he think that there's a secret <laughs> compartment in the table? 
Maybe he thinks if he looks hard enough, he'll see it again. He's like, dude, have you ever noticed that this table looks like one of those little plastic things that they put inside a pizza, man? (laughs) I swear. Oh, my God. That table is My dollhouse was full of those tables. Mine, too. Mine, too. I mean, my Geo Joes use them occasionally. I actually use them for my Ninja Turtle toys as tables. Uh Oh, that's so appropriate. And also in my dollhouse that my sisters had left at my Hmm. house that I played with Barbies with. Aww. <laughs> Shut How up, did guys. the turtles and Barbies go on? Uh, you know they never really cross paths. Although my Ken mm. was often Spider Man, so huh. yeah, yeah I, I didn't have a costume. So he's over so. in the Marvel universe. He's doing his own thing. Yeah, he's. Good I would now. rarely combine all of my toys, but sometimes you you had to like all all the. All the kingdoms had to come together to fight one common common enemy. Yeah, like, you know, I yeah, the like Barbies and the, <laughs> and the Ninja Turtles and the My Little Ponies all had to join together. I feel like the only time I joined my toys together was when I was going to bed and I was like in my nightmare phase and I would set up my toys to keep out like evil, evil leprechauns. Oh, yeah. Like they would be the sentries around my room. Like the Power Rangers would take one quarter and like the turtles would hang out under the bed. You know, did you did you used to set your toys up to watch movies like I used to bring uh, my stuffed animals down like when when I got to rent the Care Bears movie or something, I would set up all my stuffed animals to you know, watch. I feel like I did the same thing with stuffed animals, probably not so much toys. Yeah. 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 That's more a stuffed animals thing. Yeah. I was spoiled in that stuffies. My uh, childhood bedroom. When I lay in bed, I could see our living room TV. Oh, so whatever people were watching, I could stay up late and sneak that watching made a, TV. Must have made your adolescent years super awkward. Uh, we had already moved out of that house, but oh, okay. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, but in retrospect, I, I remember. I think it was Rocky Horror. I was watching when I was older, and I knew the dance to the Time Warp. And all of a sudden, I stopped. I was like, "Why do I know this?" <laughs> I'm like, "Oh God, how young Subway was I when this was messaging. on?" Yeah. So. Oh man. Um, yeah. But so, I was lucky. My parents kind of let me get away with a lot of stuff. <laughs> yeah, they sound like lovely parents. Yeah, they um, were better than this situation. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I kind of feel that way about my parents because I was the third out of, you know, three. And my brother and sister are a lot older than I am, and I think my parents were just exhausted by the time I came along, and they let me get away with a lot. I am 13 years younger than my closest sibling. I got away with everything. Yeah. Wow. Nice. Whoa. Yeah. And 18 <laughs> years younger than my oldest sibling. Wow. I'm six yep. years, seven years younger than my sister and 14 years younger than my brother. So. Uh, same wow. Park. All right. You're cool. the same age gap as me yeah, and my I'm sister, only... only I'm older. <laughs> Aw. Yeah, I'm so just three as, years younger anyway, than my brother. Anyway, back to Ninja Turtles. <laughs> Adam, I'm sorry, you were saying? I say I'm just three years younger than my brother. Oh, the one that shoots TVs? Yeah. Yep. I'm okay. four years uh-uh. older than mine, now that we've got everybody to say so. All right. Yeah, now we're all we're there all now. We've been around yeah. the ring. Getting really intimate with each other here about our family <laughs> histories. Um, so we're, we're kicking Danny out, and we're kicking Charles out, and they both yeah. just look like you kicked their puppies. Like, did, but, but secret mom. They just invade her secret apartment. Yeah. yeah, they came over uninvited. But Charles yeah. is still pissed. How does that happen? How does he break into her place and like boot his way through the door and be like, oh, I'm the boss, I'm here. But yeah, this really gives me a lot of questions about Charles. male privilege. Seriously. (laughs) Um, And we see our lovely Elvis bust again on the way Mm -hmm. out the door. 
Oh, I love that thing. Now, Tyranny, <laughs> pop quiz. Where else have you seen that Elvis bust? Uh, oh, Tyranny. Come on, we can knows. do it. No. I don't know. No. Did you it's ever all watch right. Saved by the Bell? It's Saved by the Bell. <laughs> oh, I haven't yeah. watched that show in a really long time. Was it Don't, in someone's doesn't bedroom? Age well either. It's it. There's an entire plot of an episode that goes with that Elvis. <gasps> okay. Bust. You can check that later. I feel like that's going to be our litmus test. Litmus test for uh, uh, like how nerdy is your nineties? Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I know um, the theme song, but <laughs> okay, sing it now. Yeah, Ready, go. No, don't. Oh, when I wake up in the morning and the lock up the. No, don't no, sing more. We're gonna have to pay for it. Oh, okay, that's why I stopped. That's why I stopped. <laughs> so, uh, man, Charles, it take it easy, okay? Take it easy. You know, oh, <laughs> don't push any of, buttons. All right, so I haven't seen this movie that many times. I didn't remember Charles being such a. How much can we swear on your podcast? Uh, He's we keep awful it PG thirteen. PG thirteen, but like, but like old school PG thirteens. No f bombs. Yeah. All right. I wasn't gonna go. I was gonna go asshole. So that's not. That's fine. I mean, he is that's that. Fine. That's true. He, that's fair. He's he kind of that. mean. At least in this minute, maybe he's, he's a, a total painter. charmer the rest of the movie. But mm, I'm no. guessing not. <laughs> yeah, because if I were April in this situation, I'd be like, "Hey, dude, you don't get to tell me what to do here. Like, yeah. like once I yes. get to work later, which it's not time for yet, because you're in my house while I'm not dressed, then you can boss me around." But right now, at least let me put some you know, clothes on. I first. also yeah. kind of had a little defensiveness for her when they told her to switch to decaf. And I'm like, she's having a pretty stressful morning. Yeah. I think it's OK to be a little jumpy in the situation. Funny. I, I kind of love that's sort it, it of like the line. teenage uh, naivete of Michelangelo is like, oh, hey, we have literally just invaded your apartment. Us four <laughs> giant smelly mutant turtles. Your boss has now crashed through your door with your illegitimate son. <laughs> and I'm telling you that you need to calm down. They can't yes. smell that badly because nobody resmar- remarked on the smell. Right. That's true. You know, it's yeah. just green male privilege all over green, again. Yeah. yeah, Charles nobody at likes. no point was like, why does it smell like a turtle tank in here? <laughs> it's obviously the maybe, fish. Maybe he was trying to be polite. But Somebody at some point needed to just be like, tank. you need to clean your aquarium. <laughs> yeah, yeah. They're, like, they're, ha- they're halfway down the hallway and he's just like, she really needs to clean that fish tank. <laughs> That's her cover story. It all yeah, That was a cut now. scene. That was a scene that was cut. Yeah. <laughs> it went to the cutting room floor. Cut for um, time. <laughs> there's a face that Michelangelo makes when he tells April that she needs to switch to decaf. And just once again, I have to say, the puppets are able to do incredibly lifelike things in this movie. He does this smirk at about 32 seconds into this minute, which is like the exact face that any human would make delivering that line. They get it perfect. The puppet gets it perfect. And I am constantly amazed at how real these things can be at moments in this movie. Like the CGI turtles never looked this real. And they had billions and billions of motion capture dots and things like that. But like... But that's not exactly subtlety, though, is it? Like, that's the other thing. Like, there's a a level of subtlety. I want to know, where was Mikey hiding? (laughs) Under her bathrobe. (laughs) Yeah, he was just under her bathrobe. I guess, because Charles didn't see him. He was in her shadow the entire time. He just pops up out of nowhere. Well, he was the one that was hiding under Mm -hmm. the table that Danny spotted for a second. Yeah, but then where did he go? So he's been moving around. So this is them. Did we mention this last week, that this is kind of their first chance at being really stealthy and ninja-y? Yeah, I think, I think we did. A bit, yeah. And, like, successfully I mean, so. 
Yeah. Yeah. I mean, they do a great I mean, job. They're not hiding from like committed guards yeah, or no something. I, Danny's looking hard. Danny but he's not was exactly very qualified. committed. To Danny's too high. Danny can't find anything. <laughs> he's, he's seriously looking at the underside of a plywood table, thinking like, "Where's the hidden door to the other dimension where there's a turtle?" I swear there was a turtle, and then it turned into a panda. <laughs> I like it. Was that, that panda was like, there the whole time? He's like holding yeah. the panda. Yeah. Like, okay. is it a thing with this? Does That's, this bear turn into a turtle? Is there a string I pull? <laughs> Or is this some Kenny sort of anime where the turtle got wet and now it became a panda? Guys, do you think that the panda was Danny's from when he was a baby? Oh, boy. Oh, God. Oh God. Or maybe we're looking too far into this. Maybe, like, later on in the movie, Danny's going to be like, April, could I ask you a serious question? Are you, are you like, secretly my mom? And she's just like, what? No. <laughs> oh, like, my goodness. What? Wait till we get to some later minutes because I have some some places where that would fit perfectly. <laughs> Um, so we cut to the shot of Danny and Charles in the car and Charles is berating him and he gives this monologue about like, how come you're stealing? What are you doing stealing? So this is obviously, I make enough money for both of us. Yeah, but stealing is more fun. Dude, that is not how juvenile larceny works. No, this is immediately after he picks up Danny from the police station. He he picks him up from the police station after Chief Stearns, you know, basically says, hey, you better put some pressure on your reporter to lay off me or else I'm not going to let your son out of jail. So Charles is like, oh, all right, I'll do that. Gets his son, go over to the April, goes over to April's place, puts the uh, screws to her a little bit. Nope. <laughs> <Fun intended. laughs> um, and then this is him driving Danny to school, I guess, which, again... The school that Far Danny away. goes to is supposed to be all the way in Brooklyn, but it's not. Um, Doesn't make any sense. Well, well, they never make it to school. It's not like they're there now. Yeah, that's Danny, true. Danny never goes no. to school in this movie, as far as we know. So we will never know how <laughs> sorry he'll be after school. Yes. Um, and that line there, you're not as sorry as you're going to be when you get home from school. Uh, like, is right. Uh, is, is Charles gonna hit him? Yeah, <laughs> no. It gets that really sinister for a I mean, that's sort of like threatening kind of parent thing to say. But the thing is, like, my parents said it, and I can't even remember what happened. I mean, not that I'm like blocking it out because it was traumatic or anything, <laughs> oh, but God. just because it was like one of those things where they sort of like sternly like go to your room and you're gonna have soup and you're gonna do your homework and do more homework and why don't yeah. you go ahead and do more of the math problems? It's an empty threat. It. In my house, it was. My parents took the Nintendo away, or yeah, took my computer mouse away. Like, oh, that, <laughs> that is was my dark. Pu- that was my pu- yeah. My mom would yeah. take my computer mouse. Damn, it'd be funnier if they just took the wheel out of the mouse. <laughs> that would be really okay. funny. That would. No, I like the idea of you worked. becoming some crazy coder who could do all the keyboard shortcuts. So you didn't. Need I tried to learn some of them, but no, she would just unplug my mouse and take it. Like if my room wasn't clean, that I'm like, I need to do homework, mom. Yeah. <laughs> also, taking the mouse ball from a teenager, it's like there's still the up and and. Like the X and Y axis wheel, that kid will figure out a way to make yeah. that work. I, yeah. I listen. If my dad ever told me not as sorry as you're going to be after school, there was a good chance that I was going to come home with a welt on my ass. Yeah. Um, and it's fine. That's just how things were. My dad was kind of old school. Like it never mm-hmm. hurt too bad. But like, yeah, you'd get a spanking. Yeah. Um, it, it's kind of like when you and like, then he took my TV away too. Right, so, right. Like, it's kind of like when you accidentally curse in front of a kid and you're like, "Oh my god, I'm sorry." And then the parents like, "Oh, they hear worse at home." I'm like, "Do they?" That's kind <laughs> oh of horrible. <laughs> no, 
take it from someone who knows. They hear worse at home. Yeah. They say worse at school. Yeah. I've had kids say things to me that, ooh. I've, uh, yeah. my, anyway. <laughs> my mom always used Tabasco sauce or the hot mustard from, uh, from the Chinese place if I Oof. ever swore. I just developed a taste uh, for spicy food. It's not like it, it didn't deter I love, behavior. I love that story you told when Oddly, Michael... Oddly, I have a weird kink about spanking now, too. <laughs> <laughs> when Michael was watching you Way when, when uh, Grandma was in charge, yeah, and he yelled like, oh, shit, or something. And then yeah. she's like, Michael, come down here. And she gave him 20 bucks. Yeah, she gave him 20 bucks. Yeah. Like, I'm pretty sure she couldn't even hear him. And, like, it was just a weird coincidence. But then, he like, he came back into the room with a $20 bill. And we're sitting <laughs> with, like, him and his friends. And one of his friends just starts screaming, too. Because it's like, oh, oh, shit, no. they give away money if you swear at this house. <laughs> See, oh, shit was actually was one grandma. of my first words. And my grandmother defended its usage. Oh. Because apparently uh. in the middle of the Three Little Pigs cartoon, I would say, oh, it's the big bad wolf. And she would just be like, well, what would you say? Like, he's about to destroy the house and eat you. Like, I, it's an appropriate response. And I was like, thanks, mm, Grandma. Yeah, my, my son right now um, has been saying, sit, sit, sit. Oh, I don't yeah. Think, I, I don't think he's saying sit. And oh. I'm just like, no. Oh, man, I definitely, my mom used to babysit kids. And I have vivid memories of them not being able to say S, but instead saying S-H. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, so we get the line, Danny, damn it, Danny. Uh, <laughs> We've all just proved we're as bad as Danny. So. Yeah, <laughs> at least as bad as Danny. So there's a couple things happening at this point that I want to talk about. Number one, uh, we get a little bit more punk rock in this movie because behind Charles's car is a flyer for a show at CBGB's. Oh, nice. A band <gasps> called Spade, which I've never noticed I before until that. right now. Huh. So that's Look one. So that. couple that with all the Sex pistol stuff and the Sid Vicious and the yeah. all that stuff that Danny's wearing. And now we have a CBGB's show flyer on the corner of something in Bleecker. Apparently no parking on Tuesdays. Yes, never pa- parking on Tuesdays. A paper sign that says no parking on Tuesdays? Yeah. That's actually Who's a thing that happens. That? The, the police put those up. And in, in like situations where you're filming a movie, they'll put those up. Or if there's like a parade on the street, they'll put up paper signs that say no parking on this day. Oh, so that could <laughs> actually be from this film. This, could it be. could be from the shoot. Yeah, ah, absolutely. And then like the, the second thing I want to bring up is I want to introduce Tyranny to our, our overarching theme this season about the musicality of Ninja Turtles dialogue. Um, and this is something we've talked about with all our guests. This movie is so ridiculously quotable because of just the way so many lines are delivered melodically with like interesting inflections. And a lot of it comes from the turtle actors themselves. But this one, I just, I love Charles delivery of this curse at his son. Um, so as this week goes on, Tierney, we have a job for you. And that job is to, in the back of your mind, Try to figure out what your favorite quote from this entire movie is because we will quiz you at the end and we want to find out what you think is the best quote from this film. And we're keeping a running tally. Hmm. So just have that have that percolating back there. Okay. Um, I will work on that. While you're switching to decaf. (laughs) Yes. Oh, I see what you did. So Danny jumps out of the car and he books it to the Bleecker Street station. Where is he going? I don't know. Hmm. Somewhere uh, on the six train, perhaps though. some underground lair of bad kids. Perhaps somewhere to spend the twenty dollars that he stole from April. Surely <laughs> it is these 
buildings that we fade into at the end of the minute that we have no frame of reference as to what they are, except they kind of look like some buildings that people were sneaking by earlier in the movie mm. that we saw. Mm. Dun, 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 dun. Um, and that brings us to the end of minute number 31. Uh, I don't think I have anything else for this minute. Does anyone else have any final points? No, I don't think so. No, we pretty Danny, much Danny, boy. <laughs> Danny is just a boy, and he's hashtag. He's just a boy. Hashtag sorry, not sorry. <laughs> <laughs> All right, and with that, we will close it out. Tierney, thanks for hanging out. We'll see you again tomorrow on minute number 32. Make sure you guys check out Return to Oz Minute at Oz Minute on Twitter. And head over to DuelingGenre.com where you can catch all of the other great Movies by Minute podcasts on that website. You can also go to MoviesByMinutes.com for even more Movies by Minutes podcasts. There's so many. There's so many. Uh, We will see you tomorrow for minute number 32. See ya. Bye. Bye Bye-bye. Cowabunga.